listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm letting my drug kick in. It controls my mouth and I begin to just let it flow. Let my concepts go. My posse to the side yelling, go vanilla, go smooth. Cause that's the way I will be. And if you don't give a damn, then why you staring at me? So get off cause I control the stage. No dissing allowed. I'm in my own phase. The girl that say they love me and that's okay. And I can dance better than any kid in play. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. We're in the house on a Saturday ready for y'all's feet feedback mm-hmm. um of course you can do all this feedback stuff by going to the blackouttips.com you can do stuff like uh donate to the show vote in the polls um what else can you do you can uh leave comments on the website you can um i don't know a bunch of stuff man five star reviews mm-hmm. read them on the air uh, as long as we like them um and um Email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. There you go. There's a bunch of ways to get in contact with us. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. It is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And uh, let's talk about all the people that took the time out to donate to the show this week uh, and hit the donation jar. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day that's right today's a new day to get that new money we got gabriel l recurring donator thank you gabriel thank you linwood c recurring donator natasha t we got one-time donation from robert who says i enjoy the show wish you had an amazon link too but just wanted to send some support. Rob and ATL. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Ken B, recurring donator. Thank you, Ken. Recurring donation, uh, brand new from Pamela A. B, oh, Pamela B. I'm sorry. Pamela B, recurring donator. Thank you, brand new. Welcome to the new members class. Thank you. Kimberly L, recurring donator. Brand new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kimberly. Shantae B. Joy M. And Catherine B are all recurring donators. Thank you. Double A Marketing and Consultants, LLC, recurring donator. Thank you very much. And that's it for this week. But it was still so many people. Thank you so much. Play me out, Kirk. Hate to see you give up now. God, people. You look so much better when you smile. So smile. <laughs> now, every day ain't going to be perfect. But it still don't mean today don't have purpose. Come on. Today's a new day. But there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and it feels like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. But tell me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. The truth is, I almost gave up, but I'm powerless. I can't explain. The Holy Ghost power, all right all right let's do some uh reviews we only got one on itunes this week um getting close to christmas a lot of y'all gonna have some time off take the time out to to review us mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing else going on right you're gonna be there with your kids they're gonna be getting on your nerves y'all know y'all take two weeks off with the kids because it's christmas break right i don't hear no bullshit man y'all get out there and get y'all give your fam some reviews what else is you doing 
yeah we got uh one from film wanderer who says one of a kind couple y'all have been my go-to podcast of escape to escape all the stupidity and evil in the world especially this week amazing show superb premium content and y'all are just all around good people keep up the good work thank you mm-hmm. your feedback was helpful i will not report a concern or say no uh we also had some five-star reviews on uh stitcher mm-hmm. thank you very much for uh, hooking us up on stitcher guys yes um we had uh cala beauty who writes in dim tips five stars found this podcast by randomly searching black in itunes over a year ago i was running to hear some interesting black voices in the podcast world after feeling so excluded from the podcast i was listening to i'm so glad i found rod and Kane's podcast they keep me up to date in the know and i'm more often than not the source of where i get my content first they are so thorough in their coverage of the news and world events i'm pretty much giving up completely uh completely on getting the truth and the full story from any local national news on tv I appreciate these two for telling it like it is with no apologies. But you know what they say. We do what we want and say what we want with mm-hmm. no apologies. Mm-mm. Excuse me if I want to say what I want with no <laughs> apologies. And they can shoot me up. Hell no. Hell no. And they can shoot me up. Hell no. Hell no. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> that being said, this show will also have you cracking up all the way up they are hilarious this show has helped me get through a many a tough day i also love and they introduced me to so many other great podcasts like gaming and then some slack of society black astronauts and what's the tea to name a few give this podcast a listen you won't regret it brooklyn shoe babe says five stars funny social conscious and ratchet it took me a while but i finally figured out how to leave a five-star review on stitcher i also made one a one-time paltry five dollar donation but that's all i could afford right now listen you don't knock what you can provide okay i'm trying to tell you honey if that's the best we are satisfied we are like the local pastor okay Mm -hmm. we will take anything every dollar counts you know what i mean i don't like i'll take your your grandmother's uh dialysis machine like we'll turn it into cash (laughs) like we'll find a way so don't don't oh that's right we also got a five-star review from belgium i gotta go back and find that give me a second but yeah uh we um we'll take it all we will yeah we if you want to give plasma we'll take it yeah we have no problem at all guys i know you like well i don't got much i only got a dollar to give give your dollar every dollar counts guys it doesn't have to be a lot and if you can't give just spread the word oh oh like if you got like a old uh vhs tape collection you just want to mail it to us and then we'll go pawn it we'll take that money we don't care (laughs) your kids lunch money we'll take food out their mouth that's how that's how we get down you know i can't speak for these other podcasts it's too uppity to do it but uh not me Mm -mm. when i see y'all post new shoes on twitter and stuff i'll be mad (laughs) (laughs) that's my money (laughs) i'll be like these hoes ain't loyal Mm -mm, they sure ain't um let me finish this review now um <laughs> uh i love the blackout tips i love the interactions between rod and karen you're able to make socially conscious topics accessible and funny your walking dead recaps keep me laughing especially rise morgan impressions oh impersonations <laughs> i know why does he i love lenny james but he does talk like that mm-hmm. um and your weirds re- and by the way i think you're the only person that likes that impression nobody else has ever hit me up to say they like that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that it's accurate but i like doing it uh, <laughs> all lives matter 
<laughs> uh, and your weirds recap had people on the train looking at me like i was nuts dorothy schroeder got bodies ha i'll never think of the Wiz or the wizard of oz again uh um at least once a week i'm posting links to your page on my facebook feed and asking have you listened to the blackout tips yet thanks for the laughs and the info that right there is priceless i think people um don't value how much uh just sharing shit matters and like i said we know that everybody might not be in the financial position where they could do it at this time but man just on your facebook on your twitter feed uh we on google plus we on about every platform just about so just sharing is actually a lot valuable yeah um and i I think a lot of people don't recognize that power in that because when you share something like that keep in mind it's a personal recommendation so when you're sharing something on your social media those people are more apt to listen yesterday yesterday we got so many people uh in it because we keep a column you know to check the you know the 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 tbgwt hashtag Mm -hmm. and we got we were blowing up all day yesterday and it was because carrie washington who you guys may know as olivia from scandal Mm -hmm. asked people what podcast they listen to now look i don't know why she asked that maybe she's starting her own podcast maybe she just wants recommendations on what to listen to right maybe she wants recommendations on like people that could interview her show she could go on i don't know Mm -hmm. But it was so refreshing to see so, so many, many people, people recommend our podcast to her, you know, including like Reagan Gomez and Momadi Jones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because it like, you know, to me, that recommendation, even if Carrie Washington never reads a single tweet, there's people that follow these people that right. follow you on to- social media. They're just like, oh, th- they love this podcast. Maybe I'll check it out now. And it always helps. We continually get so many people that say hey i came over because i saw y'all got mentioned here or i heard you guys on this show or so-and-so was talking about you mm-hmm. like that, that stuff helps a lot and uh we try to do it as well um all right damn i'm looking at twitter what mm-hmm. roy, roy jones jr just got knocked out tonight today he's 46 years old he's still he's still boxing why i thought he was in the official announcing part of his career how many times 50 sir let me say this article for balls these sports i know me and justin gonna be clowning you almost next friday dog i mean i'll decide not unless you i mean to be fighting at 50 you have to stay in like top notch shape and take your insure and and you know be be sure you get you stretched out for your fight like it ain't no the older you get the, the more maintenance your body needs right jesus all right man take care of your finances everybody please do uh miss miller 728 says five stars hey 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 ron and karen let me start off by saying this is my sixth or seventh attempt at leaving a review well you the real mvp thank you for sticking it out yes thank you because this is our first time reading it Mm -hmm. keeping my fingers crossed that i will do it right this time i don't remember when i started listening but i think it was about two and a half years ago i went premium so i could listen to balls deep even though i'm not really into sports i just like the conversations of sports related gossip the play-by-play of michael jordan's speech had me dying that dear brother you guys keep me entertained during the day while I work from home cranking out these TPS reports. I love Guess the Race. I play while watching the local news and yell out all kinds of racist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like most of us do in real life. My new favorite segment is Ball Alert. That hating ass Terrell Jones is a new kind of ninja. I enjoy the reviews and recaps of Walking Dead so much, I finally started watching the show last season. <laughs> My favorite guests are Rod's parents. I love when they're on the show what can i say about justin or jay trill as i call him i oh by the way justin's gonna be on the show next week on tuesday oh for all shit you, now 
for all you non-premium folks that be like where's justin and for you <clears> folks that's gonna be shocked and surprised and go ron how can you have a friend like that yeah. uh you're welcome in advance because i know some of you go justin who the hell is justin right all y'all be wanting them back till he's back then y'all be like this nigga right he needs to leave yeah but he'll be he'll be there and we're also doing balls deep on thursday instead of friday um i hate myself for laughing at the foul stuff he says for example during a balls deep show a few weeks back when he said that Brittany Griner was thinking about them babies, I can't bring myself to repeat it. Damn it, Justin, Karen, we share a similar sense of humor. I catch myself laughing in unison with you, or we both say dang at the same time when Rod is reading some crazy messing with black people against the race story. <laughs> Thanks for introducing me to Nick, Jew, and Reggie, black astronauts, as well as three guys on. I'm super late, but congratulations on a thousand plus episodes. As long as you keep cranking them out, I will be here listening. One last thing. Do y'all have an official grandmother of the show? Uh, if not, I'm putting in my bid. Hey, there That's you go. That's your position. You got it. Nobody's thought of doing that yet. So. That is your position. And thank you, everybody, for leaving reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, too. Uh, leave a review on Stitcher. Actually, Google the black guy who tips Stitcher page. Go straight to the Stitcher page, and you can leave a review that way because if you try any other method just about i i now i understand the, the trouble that people have and it's very hard to do it because i've had to leave one um if you have an ios device especially like your iphone or ipad it lets you leave comments but these comments are on the individual episodes and it doesn't go to the main feed for us to read them and also whenever you leave a review on stitcher excuse me mm-hmm. whenever you leave a review on stitcher Stitcher will send you an email. So if you left a review on Stitch and you're like, it never posted, go check your email. Also, go check your junk slash spam email and confirm, and then Stitcher will leave a review because people might have said, I left a review, but it never posted, and that's because you did not confirm your email address. To leave us a review on iTunes, go to any Apple device, go into your iTunes and type in the Black Guy Who Tips and leave us a five-star review. If you are not uh if you don't have any ios devices and things like that what you can do is go to itunes.com download itunes leave leave us a review through itunes then you can delete itunes off your device it doesn't leave any spam or anything like that if you want to create create an account just for us and leave not only guys we are pushing for you to leave reviews for us but also leave reviews for other podcasts that you love too and like we've said before and i will emphasize on this we understand that for some people you like i don't have two quarters to rub together that's cool what you can do is leave us reviews and share with your friends for absolutely positively free and it is invaluable guys we thank you in advance and i'm still out there looking at all them people that i know listen to us we got the wicked you still ain't left no review christmas you got two weeks y'all christmas coming up new year's coming up make this your new year's resolution and we have one five star all the way five star review all the way from belgium that's right guys belgium uh this is from high yellow moon says rod and karen are the cool ass friends we all want to oh i'm sorry the title was thanks for being my lifeline oh rod and karen are the cool ass friends we all want to have I've been traveling for a year, and my five times a week TBGWT fix has kept me sane from the fishing village in Brazil to the beaches in Croatia. It's given me a voice to my anger, pain, and joy as the struggle of, at the struggle of black people face worldwide. It has been a lifeline to home. You are seriously missing out if you don't listen to this podcast. Black expats especially need to get up, get up on this. Keep up the great work and much love. P.S. I got five on it for the premium soon. 
thank you thank you sweetie and you be safe out there sweetie traveling around the world ain't no joke dog and if you guys have uh reviews from other countries um because we can only see the united states one just let us know Mm-hmm. let us know via social media or whatnot we'll look it up and we'll uh read your review as well right this does include canada and or mexico i know we touch each other but itunes don't care uh we also have some uh canada mexico you know we touch each other guys don't be ashamed of us <laughs> you guys know what we did right itunes like i don't give a damn y'all still separated y'all gonna claim us in the night in the daytime right call us at three in the morning talking about what's going on you oser, you oser right you wanna you wanna do some things a eh? yeah but then we go on itunes y'all try to act like y'all don't know who we are okay i'll see how it is we see how it is canada mm-hmm. mexico um we got comments on the website the first one is pregame episode 18 the pregame is a premium podcast that we just turn the mics on before we record mm-hmm. uh for um balls deep sports typically and it's just me and Justin normally and whoever the guest is and if Karen's around sometimes too. Yes. This week it was B. Cole, uh, for episode, pregame episode 18. We almost killed B. Cole again. Cause after we did this, B. Cole went to the hospital again. I don't know what it is about him doing our yes. podcast. And then within that week, he ends up in the, po- in the hospital. <laughs> we almost don't have to ban him. We ain't, we ain't trying to keep you in the hospital, sir. I'm just glad he made it out alive and he's okay. Me too uh aj the engineer left a comment what's up y'all that baller alert list was pretty dumb but it was funny as hell to hear jay trill's responses yeah the baller alert uh advice column from at proudly lauren uh was about i think it was 10 places to meet a woman mm-hmm. which you're not looking uh because we went through 10 places to meet a man yeah i think oh, oh maybe it was 10 places to meet mm-hmm. a man whichever way it was it was yeah. the opposite on this one yes and uh i had justin give some advice I'm not sure what's up with at Proudly Lauren and why she has to find all these odd spots to meet men. Cause I peeped her Twitter and she looks pretty nice. Yeah, she's a very pretty woman. She is. She did have one good point though, that bookstore. I went to Barnes and Noble a couple weeks ago to buy a Star Wars comic. Thanks for the suggestion. When I noticed there was some pretty women's walking around, I forgot that bookstores have coffee shops so there are a few ladies sipping on lattes while reading. Yep, normally in yoga pants. As I walked past the coffee shop, I saw a few ladies looking at me. There weren't that many men in the store, only a couple of us black men. Like, really, only one or two. Here's the key. If you're observant and you can catch that what section the lady is in and start your conversation from a high level so dudes who don't read could maybe try to start a conversation. Uh, having said all that, my girl was with me, so I wasn't trying to ask anybody who their favorite author was. But if I, if I was single, I could see myself trying out the bookstore as a place to meet people. Yeah, you just whatever section they in, you know, mm-hmm. yep. tells you a lot about them. Mm-hmm. they in the self-help section you know they ain't got no good self-esteem you can slide right in oh lord like you said i mean that's what i would do i just stay hang out, hang out by the steve harvey books <laughs> try to try to find all the women to second guessing themselves oh lord like you <laughs> you like you like to make mistakes uh like buying that book maybe one <laughs> right. of those mistakes could be fucking me <laughs> say that money like you said in the episode, we need some more research to be done from the single guys. I'm loving the pregame episodes. One of my favorite additions to the Blackout Tip Media Empire. Thank you. All right. And uh, then we had episodes where we had comments on the website, regular podcast episodes. Our first one being our feedback episode, 1087, Battle of the Buddhists, mm-hmm. where Mr. Span introduced us to the ratchetness that is the Detroit strip club scene. Yes. Um... Uh, I don't know how you pronounce this. M. Hectic left a comment. He says that rhythm 
at uh hour mark 10754 yeah because uh (laughs) yeah i started calling terrorism that rhythm um uh think p smart think pretty smart you know uh girl from whiskey wine moonshine Mm -hmm. she says whenever y'all want me back number one whenever y'all want me back for the review let me know we will girl we will we'll definitely hit you up for the second half of uh walking dead Mm -hmm. number two mrs fan is a huge traitor all detroiters take an oath that we won't speak of watts mozambique henry's palace or any other classically detroit establishments with people not from detroit (laughs) 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 he sold y'all out man uh number three do the commercial do the commercials look ridiculous yes Yes, they do yes but name me something black and ridiculous that isn't lit i'll wait you can't that's true lit black shit do be good mm-hmm. uh number four those commercials used to come on during the scene which later turned into the new dance show available on youtube those these were detroit's version of soul train and they were they were uh glorious no nah, i didn't even mm. charlotte we don't even have a local soul train version Mm-mm. tv show i didn't even know that was a thing you could do <laughs> me too me either that's a black ass city man pot said right sam my fellow detroiter detroit sister miss smart is correct only someone who grew up in detroit can understand the, the detroit exotic dance cir- scene circa 1980 to early 1990s the scene slash new dance show was every single thing and watts Mo- club mozambique was quintessential detroit those commercials came on after school during the show and on saturday afternoons damn after school <laughs> they had the kids watching the booties pop i remember hearing rumors that one or two of the new dance show dances were also exotic dances by night the clubs were quite uh popular with the people of detroit we were pioneers with the idea of charging people to celebrate alongside celebrities at their birthday party yeah because yeah because now that that's almost standard like well celebrities is in quotes uh and i think what he's saying is like is strippers not, uh, yeah. not actual celebrities but okay my name is diamond and i'm having a birthday party tonight and you need to come on down here booty pop it. booty pop right. booty 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 pop all in the background while she talking yes tanya w42 says finally listening to the latest medium talk wow two things the dude was all high and mighty until adultery was brought up then he was like well there are worse things than adultery what the hell <laughs> right remember when he was shaming us and he was upset with me because i thought there was nothing wrong with monique having an open marriage um but then in the middle of this conversation he's like well there's worse things than adultery i mean adultery's not that bad and i'm like but but that's i mean you were just saying crazy is crazy yes it is and it was so strange he kept calling rod rodimus or rodimus prime throughout the discussion who the hell calls someone by that twitter handle when talking with them on the phone especially since this dude should should know rod's government name if he actually listens to the show yeah i don't i don't know your guess is good as mine you know you got the crazy it just does the talking for you what can you say uh and then the poll was would you go to the strip club in detroit yes i totally would no i'm scared 79 <laughs> percent of our audience said no i'm scared 21 percent said yes i totally would by the way you notice the people from detroit didn't bring up the other question we had about the, the strip club what if there was any crimes going on around there you know that they all wrote in to tell us how great it was nobody wrote in to let us know if you can get shot in the parking lot because my thing wasn't that it wasn't lit inside yeah it was lit inside my problem with the kind of strip club that i would like to go to is the outside yeah outside is lit too and not, i gotta and find not the lit i want yeah i gotta find a way in that doesn't involve dying that's all 
sugar bay says rod and karen this is why i fucks with y'all not only do i get insights on current events but i get new information as well as soon as you read that letter from the lady from montreal i skipped back to get the name of her recommended strip club we moved here a couple months ago and i still find our way around the city december's gonna be lit well thank have you have a good time throw some loonies for us enjoy sugar babe you get those coins on those magnetic titties mm-hmm. uh, i think that's what she said happens there yeah that sound neat episode 1088 the Wiz live uh no comments uh but you know it's just me and karen discussing sunday morning twitter going in on aisha curry mm-hmm. uh kim and kanye having a baby oh. uh the Wiz live much stuff um the poll was and the poll does have comments was aisha curry slut shaming these hoes um <laughs> so hell yes she was or nah i don't think so when it comes to Aisha Curry slut shaming these hoes mm-hmm. the comments uh i mean the, the results were 63 percent said they don't think she was slut shaming these hoes and 37 percent say hell yes she was yeah i think over the past seven days the thing i've realized the most is one a lot of people like using her comments as a diving board to slut shame women of course uh so even and which proves the points of why she shouldn't have said it because even if she says she didn't mean it to um to demean other women that's exactly how it's being used and people that are defending her that claim that she wasn't doing it immediately go into doing it so it's like so even their logical fallacy belies the point that the undertone of what she was saying was clearly slut shaming yeah i'm better than you yeah like immediately it's like so when we decide that bitches can just wear what they want we we so we defending these whores and you're like well she didn't say any of that no she didn't and yes they can wear whatever they want right but the fact that you're saying that is proof positive of the undertone of what she said (laughs) and why it was not articulated well or it was fucked up either way right i don't think her being wrong is the end of the world but some Mm -hmm. people seem to be because that so that was the first thing number two a lot of y'all agree with her and because y'all agree with her but y'all don't want to be under the banner of slut shaming or Mm -hmm. um being anti-woman or anti-feminism or anti the choice of people's clothing y'all don't want that label so you would participate in it but then you want to be able to walk away and be like i don't slut shame women but you do yes you do it's a common thing throughout society most of y'all been conditioned by religion and uh paganism and all kinds of weird morality i mean this country used to burn women at the stake for uh being a little too fucking independent so um it's not like you guys are free of conditioning many of you um have hang-ups you know what i mean everybody has them include me but you just aren't you just not realizing it you're not accepting of it you know the fact that a woman would wear less clothes than Aisha Curry doesn't mean that she can't be married. I mean, I saw people saying, well, look at her. She's got everything that these women want. How do you know they want that? Right. Number one, you don't know that every woman wants that. Number two, there's women that don't wear that many clothes and still got all the shit Aisha Curry wants. So what? So now what? You know what I mean? Like Kim Kardashian don't wear a lot of clothes. Now what? You know, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just it's just funny how people just can't seem to keep a straight line of thought when it comes to thoughts you know what i mean uh because people get irrational and illogical when it comes to these thoughts right um anyway um the comments were trojan scooter says after hearing rod reader tweets and the responses i have to say she didn't slut shame anyone it was a critique of fashion yeah i disagree 
uh but like i said you have to speak emoji and shade to really understand but right and i think that for for a lot of people who aren't on social media or really don't understand like emojis and what they've grown into and what certain emojis imply yeah just read it at face value and go okay but now nah, when you start seeing flame and clapping hands and shit like that you was like oh okay okay you you taking this to another level yeah my thing is um i think she was doing it i just think you need to consider how much do you care about it that was my right. like my whole thing wasn't to, wasn't she didn't do anything wrong or her comments were fine my point is yes she did it but so what at the end of the day like she's just another woman that bought into that bullshit so now you decide how angry to be on sunday morning twitter it's gonna be lit but on tuesday night twitter probably not not as much response you know writer chick four says i think rye hit this one right on the head i think the tweets were a sub tweet to some instagram girl that was throwing it at stuff yeah I, I absolutely believe that. I doubt yeah. she'll ever confirm that, but I absolutely right. think that's what happened. Right. A lot of this shit is deeper. And for those people that same thing, you're not on Instagram and you don't really see like the comments and the posts and how people really go in and thirst and all that shit on Instagram. Yeah. This right here was targeted towards a particular person, a group of people, and she wanted them to see. Yeah. Um, and Ali says, yeah i think there was a tinge of slut shaming when she said she chose to remain classy and keep covered up which implies that women who do not cover up are not classy and what do people think of when you refer to a scantily clad woman that's not classy a hoe or a slut yep there you go it's that simple uh i i think a lot of men specifically didn't want to make the connection because they're we're probably the most conditioned to say women are sluts and hoes and shit without thinking about what that really means right you know i saw people discussing her comments saying they weren't slut shaming but in every word time they referred to women was bitches hoes and sluts in the comments right but you're not slut shaming right like it's like how would you be the fucking arbiter of anything like it's it's so it's such a ridiculous it's so privilege blinds all but it's so Mm -hmm. blinding to hear that you know what i mean because my thing isn't to say because what happens with people is i feel like everyone wants to be right right my thing is just just say you're fucking wrong and walk away like it's very easy to do like we're not perfect people you know there's times where like if if i get mad at somebody i want to insult them then i might be like man suck my dick that that sure there's some fucked up shit about telling somebody suck your dick yes it is it's some now i I don't do that as much anymore because i mean it's a privilege to suck my dick let's be honest guys you don't share that kind of intimacy with just anybody right but then now that it ain't the same when a woman said because somebody might take her up on that offer because she ain't got no dick but you know you go eat my pussy he might uh, okay next thing you know you fight him in your dm no woman says that as an insult (laughs) right because it's not an insult right so i mean come on even even women say suck my dick but right because it's just something about it right but um but even like if you get mad at somebody you're like man you, so uh why you acting like a bitch like that's that's problematic it's yes, just it is. the point is i'm willing to be like well i'm just problematic in that area mm-hmm. and be like i would not defend me saying that as like nah mm-hmm. it's okay because this no nah, it's no you're right yeah, it's wrong yeah. i i i you know i'm i'm not and i'm not even working on it to get it out my lexicon if if um uh if i'm at the basketball court and a dude keeps making some weak ass calls sometimes i'll be like man you just making some bitch ass calls i don't even fucking like if someone was to walk up and be like hey rod hey <laughs> that's a misogynistic term and it's very demeaning to to women i'll be like that that's actually true 
but that was a bitch ass call so i you know what i mean but i think people won't actually want to do the first part of that which is oh yeah yeah that's wrong but yeah they want to defend it being right right because there's a lot of shit i know fucked up but i go you know what i don't care the right answer would be either a aisha curry said that shit and i kind of agree with her so that's why i don't want to say that she's wrong or b she's wrong i just don't care right but there's no defense of nah she's just right she didn't mean it that way at all like fuck you Mm -hmm. as you're calling somebody a bitch and a hoe and a slut you're going she didn't mean it that way what the fuck you sound stupid uh should the daily show have gone through the interview of chris brown with the interview of chris brown was a poll for episode uh 1089 dog shoots man um and uh yes 72 percent of y'all said the daily show should have gone through that interview with chris brown 28 percent said no ali says if i say no especially if trevor noah didn't uh or was uncomfortable interviewing him well i don't know if we said on the show um because i didn't read the article i was going off the top of my head but trevor noah was the one who wanted to do the interview and his mother trevor noah's mom was a victim of domestic violence eh, that he witnessed and stuff so he was like i want to have this conversation and then the actual writers and the daily show you know brass were like no now they say they're gonna reschedule it because i would like to see this conversation by the way mm-hmm. i think that's one of the things about um podcasting and about our show that i love is to have these conversations that people might see as taboo and it's not from a sensationalistic standpoint Mm-mm. i want to see real honest conversations not uh die lemon bringing on donald trump to to troll the audience but like i would love if someone could sit down and be like yo chris brown what what the fuck you know like you know what where are you at with this now what you know you were just stalking karuchi this year like Mm -hmm. you don't see how that looks there are plenty of other programs that will gladly welcome chris brown onto this show well yeah well the other thing now is i think more than anything with this proof the daily show is no longer the dictatorship it was under uh john John stewart Right. John Stewart just had the 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 um what you, the veteran and the clout. Yeah, he had the clout. Yeah, John Stewart just had the clout to be able to be like, I want this thing to happen, so this will happen, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. You know, that's why it's snack. It's not always a good thing, but uh, Trevor Noah ain't got that kind of pull. Uh, all right, we got episode ten ninety musical chair of privilege, um, and we had one comment. Bamil says, uh, Bamil seventy three says. I love Rod's rant about how people are now realizing how dangerous Trump is. Since he announced his candidacy by calling Mexicans rapists, I have been astounded by how many otherwise intelligent seeming people have called him a breath of political fresh air because he speaks his mind and tells us how it is. This fall, I had decided to give Saturday Night Live a chance at a shot on my DVR for the first time in about eight years but was not having that trump episode pure fuckery i generally dislike when non-entertainers host but this went beyond awkward i could could not watch that shit even jl covan who is a comedy absolute uh, absolutist is re-examining whether or not to keep doing his amazing trump impression because as he said do you want to be that guy who was in 1939 doing a flawless hitler impersonation <laughs> that was true he said that was last podcast and yeah um that's the thing like i, I mean i don't think like i don't have a problem with jail doing his impression i think jail's impression of trump is different than uh people that were saying my main issue was people who were saying i just find him so refreshing i just find him he's so it's so funny he's just a joke it's so funny how he's uh you know saying what's on his mind and giving voice to all these things and i was like but it's not funny because he's rising in the polls 
it definitely been taken seriously and what the fuck have the last eight years of life been for you guys where people are telling you yo the racist rhetoric is drumming up in that party and they have taken it over and people are like no 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 that's not it it's nothing to do with racism nothing to do with uh you know their opposition to obama hasn't delved into those lows and this guy's proving it right and people were yucking it up well i just don't like hillary clinton he would be better he'd be more fun to have around hillary clinton oh i think he has more personality than bernie sanders wouldn't it be funny if it was just bernie versus trump and and you're like that's just not funny what what's funny about it to me that's the it's reprehensible right because he's not insulting you so you right. don't give a fuck win or lose he it, this will have been a reprehensible campaign uh i did have a gripe with the rant though by doing it just before ball alert you ensure that there were a lot of dry vaginas and soft penises going into that group hotel well you know what when the when the spirit hits you it hits you bill <laughs> uh on the syrian refugee issue i find it amazing that an elected official would go on a public forum and talk about shooting refugees in the eye that is fucking bananas at least canada is going in a more progressive direction our new prime minister is sticking to campaign promises about bringing in more refugees and he has more autonomy in our system of government than president obama has in the u.s the anti-muslim shit goes hand in hand with the newspaper shutting down the comment section for those tamir rice articles remember when kanye's lyric went racism still alive they just be concealing it he got to change that shit because nobody is concealing it anymore they just don't call it racism more racists are like how dare you call me a racist i mean i hate niggers and i think they're inferior in every way but i'm not a racist that's just hurtful for you to say that come on now and the poll is will you watch the new roots tv show nope i'm out yes i'm in very close poll 53 percent of you guys are not gonna watch the new roots miniseries tv show starring ti i'm not either 47 percent of y'all are with me we watch it oh we watch it have a good time Oh, oh, we watching. You know what I'm saying? It's on, is what I'm saying. I don't think enough of y'all really understand. <laughs> uh, and then we had last episode, which was 1091 Preachers and Prostitutes. Uh, Mayor t- 2010 writes in, Greetings, Ryder Karen. Pastor Jamal Bryan spoke the truth about the pastors who met, who met with Trump. Trump used those pastors to overshadow the beatdown the Black Lives Matter protesters received at his rally. Seems to be working, in my opinion. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but you know what? I don't know that it's working. I don't think, I think what's so funny is the beating down of that Black Lives Matter activist had already gone unnoticed. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on our show. But the overall but, media? Yeah, the overall opinion of the media, they didn't give a fuck. It was, they were on to the next shit. P.S. These hoes ain't loyal in my, uh, Pastor Jamal Bryan voice off. These hoes ain't loyal, yeah. Uh, and then lastly, the poll was, will you watch Preachers of ATL? No way, Jose, or yes, I'm in. 80% of y'all said y'all ain't watching. With only 20% of y'all gonna, gonna fuck with it. So, alright. Um, yeah, alright. Let's, um, get into these voicemails. We got a few of them, uh, a few voicemails this week. Uh, let me start playing them. Hey, Rod and Karen, it's Tina. It's been a while, but it's been a while. Sorry. The semester just ended. I'm celebrating. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So excited. So excited. I mean, students are excited, but they have no idea how just tears of joy. But, um, I don't have a response to the show. I just caught the Holy Ghost power because you were playing Diggable Planets and any 90s hip-hop, I am with, with, 
I'm with you. Man, that was amazing. Anyway, thank you guys for helping me through my long-ass commute, three and a half hours one way, and just being here and being a staple of my listening routine. I walk around the house listening to you guys cracking up, and my girlfriend calls me a loser, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that because, you know, podcast got it going on. Um, so, happy belated anniversary. Like, I'm amazed and inspired. And um, hope you guys are doing good in North Kakalaka. All right, peace. Peace. Thank you. And you're not a loser. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what anybody says, okay? You listen to us. You're a winner. You're definitely a winner. All right, guys? Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you for it's been a while since so we talked to Tina in Miami, otherwise known as Not Nick Jew. Oh, yes, because she sounds just like a. I know everybody just is like, oh, Nick Jew is uh, calling in again. That's interesting. Uh, all right, uh, next voicemail. Hi, man. It's Maya again. I wanted to comment on the James situation. Um, there is a really, really interesting pattern that I'm picking up is that she never really went after women outside of the industry. She basically picked the she basically picked the women who couldn't fight back or couldn't societally say I've been raped. Oh no, you can't be raped. You're a porn star. It's your job to fuck. And so. He basically, I think a few people I've seen, he picked the perfect victims. He basically picked women who couldn't fight back. And the shady part is that his girl, his current girlfriend, excuse me, says the chairman of basically the advocacy group. And that's so preposterous. Like you said, Earl, like you said, I think I'm, uh, I think it was the Wiz, basically the Wiz Live episode. You're basically like, that's a conflict of interest. How are you going to come to someone? And you're his girlfriend, and his, um, I don't think he mentioned her, but Joanna Angel, his ex-girlfriend, I think she was the um, most current one before this one, she basically said he was the most hard person ever and just had, like, giant accounts of just abuse and everything. It's just awful. And so I really want you all, I really, my question really is, is there going to be accounts of civilians who've gotten hurt? Because one of the things that has happened is that he has a really, really big team fan base, which is problematic within himself. So that's all I wanted. Have a good day. All right. Um, well, uh, first of all, with the James Dean situation, I feel like it was so much um, – uh, so much of this, like, so many different things came together on that. Like, for one, like I said, I never really was a fan of his. I couldn't really watch his scenes anyway. Um, you know, like, how, and I guess some people probably don't care, but when when it just looks like the person that they're having sex with is completely not having fun, and it's right. not, and it's not role play, like, I'm, you know, I'm fine with role play. Me I too. actually think that's pretty cool, like, like I said, I've watched many a Japanese woman enter a, a a bus or something. But it looks enjoyable. But a lot of those scenes, not I, not actually his scenes, but like I've seen kind of similar porn. That shit does not look enjoyable for the woman at all. And for me personally, it is a complete turn off. Look like you just Jack Herman into a hole, and you're like, this does not look fun. This does not look sexy. This does not look like she's enjoying this at all. 
and, and i think that's the appeal of it like okay. so i don't even think that it's like okay. a byproduct of like this is just my style i think he's purposely saying we want i want the eyes and the support of men who watch this and go oh there's no way she's okay with this you know what i mean and the fact that some of these things happen on camera uh that some of these things happen and made it all the way to 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 video like Mm -hmm. they put these things out like yep this is is what we're gonna do yeah like uh the fact that that's happening is it says a lot about the entire culture it says a lot about that type of uh porn it says a lot about the people that work there it says a lot about those women's agents and it says a lot about the women and the fact that they don't feel empowered to do or say anything at the time right um now i understand that you're having sex for a living so it's a hazard of work you know just like any sex worker would tell you like um like things like rape and shit like that is like uh is is part of what they do and it's not good it's not Mm -hmm. okay it doesn't but it means like they when they want to press charges or something they don't expect that to happen like if a prostitute walks to a police station like i just got raped like they're not legitimately expecting police to pursue this matter because of all sorts of like the respectability things right and that's why a lot of times these women are targeted right there's you know when when people want to like serial kill people and shit like a lot of people hey i'm gonna pick prostitutes i'm gonna pick black women i'm gonna pick Mm -hmm. I'm going to pick things that people don't really care about in society. Yeah, and people... And I mean that. Quote, unquote, things people don't care about. That's how right. it's Right. And not only they target also uh, brown people for the simple fact that, quote, unquote, if you go missing, there's not going to be a manhunt for your ass. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, like, yeah, Nancy Grace won't be on TV for that. No, she um, won't. You know, it's very similar to why Daniel Hosclock picked the, the women that he picked mm-hmm. to victimize. He didn't... He never expected with any level of um trepidation that he would actually be caught or that he would be in trouble for if he did get caught that's why he cried those tears in court because in his mind he was like yeah i'm I'm not gonna um he was not expecting to go down for that so uh anyway point being james dean um picked these women that in general no one's going to believe them or if they do hear it's more like property theft than actual rape to a lot of people their argument is going to be more like well you knew you were having sex on set that day you knew it would probably be rough why like why why what are you talking about that made a good scene like that's a you know that's what we pay to see we want to do that here's the thing as much as people believe that shit i think there's a a a group of people who hardcore really do want to see these women humiliated and yes sir and, and not have any consent uh and like just completely mm-hmm. like you know disrespecting everything the vast majority of people i don't think they do want that Mm-mm. so i want i think what right i think what happens is he becomes unmarketable and the only quote-unquote revenge the only quote justice is going to happen out of this is going to be him not having a job right he won't go to jail he won't go to prison he won't even go to court probably he like it may be civil court but he will not criminally face any charges and shit because what's gonna happen what happens is just the allure of especially women who supported him james dean the feminist that's that's just over with now you know like and to me the more interesting part of this whole thing was always how did this guy 
get accepted and labeled as this positive sex positive consent positive feminist guy it feels like some white women feminist decided that he was giving them a lady boner and therefore he was a good guy and he was able to you know get this platform through them not through like i don't think he really was uh necessarily um doing any of this on his own it seems like he just fell into an easy role and became the popular you know because he fits a certain type he looks a certain way he just became a very popular like oh this guy is the perfect guy because some some women got a lady boner on him but it doesn't sound like he was ever that way in the industry or with his friends yeah that's true and uh somebody in the chat was saying that there are uh, a percentage of people that do like that type of thing yes but overall yeah i i i, I said that though huh yeah yeah but, so i don't you know like I, listen to the words man i'm not saying that there aren't people yeah, there, there are, are. Mm-hmm. i'm saying the vast majority of people feel like the bloom is off the rose because it gets too real yeah, like there's people the that want like there's people that want the fantasy yeah the you fantasy. know there's a lot of people that have rape fantasies yes, like i'm not is. and i'm not here to knock that Mm-mm. if that's what you're into there's still two consenting people it's still the fantasy it's still role play but if that's your fantasy that's fine but there's but once you tell somebody well what you this actually wasn't a fan like this wasn't what you think it was this is actually right. you just witnessed a rape it's now all of a sudden it's not erotic to a lot of people like there's still gonna be some people obviously who are like that's exactly what i want but there's gonna be a lot of people that are like that's not what the fuck i want to see i wanted the fantasy i did uh, yeah it got real Uh, i'm out yeah for example um anal sex fantasy wise it's you know all this preparation goes into it yes it does there's all you know there's like all this and all kinds of shit yeah huh like whenever you clean like your rectum like it's a lot of shit that goes behind it and well, it i was trying it, to keep it um oh, oh, like go ahead go ahead and get into detail on it go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry no go ahead you got it oh yeah like a lot of times when it comes to anal sex uh people act like that shit is clean cut like it's a lot of preparation a lot of times people uh, a lot of these stars they don't eat prior to they do enemas you know you actually got to clean your body out completely out uh to do it properly and i think uh fantasy wise sure but when you try that stuff in reality it's a completely different story and a lot of people probably who listen to this have had horrible ass experience for just trying to stick your dick into something like that and it's just one of those things uh, especially if the person's unprepared you know uh and the thing is uh regardless of who's receiving it it is a lot that goes behind that and a lot of times um the person had been practicing and all that type of stuff it's it's just not a a pleasurable experience but when you see porn boy that stuff be, and you be like oh well, god damn i didn't know it was that simple try that shit in real life Mm-mm. it don't slide in like that y'all Mm-mm. yeah um and like i said but the but the point is the job of the porn star the job of the people on on camera is to make it seem like it's just spontaneous and easy. Right. So that's a very little thing because anal sex is in a lot of pornography. It's not yes, like, it is. you know, like it's not, um, it's, it's very common. So, uh, when you're looking at, uh, something that simple and you just go, uh, you know, oh, this guy's going to ask them out or this guy's, you know, doing, they're, they're just going to go anal sex or whatever. And it seems like just this thing where it's just like, oh yeah, we're ready to do that. And, you know, I'm having sex. She's like, now put it in my ass and boom, everything goes easy that people are into that 
because yes. it's the fantasy of it correct you know just the same reason people don't use condoms very often in porn it's the fantasy of it mm-hmm. people don't want to deal with the real like if Mm-mm. like like if you had a porn scene where it flashed on the screen during this scene these people both contracted hiv y'all will be like my dick's not hard anymore my right. my, my clit won't work i'm not this is no longer sexy to right. me the fantasy is gone the illusion is gone so they are selling a fantasy and i just think that james dean part of uh the fantasy that he was selling was this idea that he's the nice feminist guy who can also dominate these women and they love it and he's all about consent and shit but that's not really what it was ever with him Mm. and um even with you know this latest fallout for him there's gonna still be and just, just just like anything else there's gonna still be people i guarantee that will follow him He's going to probably still have his own website. Of course. There's going to be people that support him, men and women. There's going to be a, like, he's going, yeah, like, he just like anybody else who does something egregious in society, there's always a, a um, constituency that goes, I want to see this person keep doing that thing. Right. But I think the vast majority of his support in and without the industry and from fans is done. Correct. It'd be more small shit or underground shit or shit directly produced by him right but it won't be from the big companies and to an extent it's a it's not really a win but it's a win for the women because you got his ass out and they don't have to worry about working with this butt no more yeah it just seems like everybody i, I don't want to say everybody because what i white white feminism tm decided he was the guy right they same decided thing, that huh i said yes they decided that same thing happened with bell knox Mm-hmm. you know what i mean like someone decides this is the person that will be the spokesperson for everything and um yeah but like you can never trust that shit it just means you got good pr people you know uh all right last voicemail um i don't think we played this one yet hey rod and karen um i was just calling because i'm listening to the episode about that sorry ass business that made the girl um lose her job because she wouldn't take her braids out and I just think that's some complete like foolishness and just it's just so upsetting because it's only in the policy because they're black you know like you might as well say niggas just just say niggas like that man said just say niggas you don't have to say anything else but niggas but I'm grateful enough to have found a job where I changed my hairstyle and my boss was like, that is so awesome and cool. And I love that you can change your hair like that. And hopefully one day other people will have the same opportunity and have bosses that do that. But thanks for covering it. I didn't even know that was still a thing. Uh, cause it makes me so damn mad. I can't even think straight, but I just have to interrupt my listening and call you guys cause I was so fucking pissed. But. Hopefully one day we'll move past all this foolishness and just be appreciated and not have all of these other stipulations put on us as black women. Thank you guys for covering everything. Love you. Bye. Peace. Yeah. Um, and uh, it is still a thing. I mean, the military has it as a thing. Mm-hmm. Like black women's hair is policed and penalized constantly. Right. And you go, okay, you're talking about hairstyles that nobody else would but brown people white women don't wear box braids like on the average you know white women don't wear twists like it's just certain hairstyles that white women don't wear so when you come targeting certain hairstyles or puffs 
you go okay white people say i don't puff out who are you targeting and then when you be like you're targeting black people everybody want to backtrack but what the fuck do you mean when you say certain things yep um all right we got some emails and of course uh phone lines are open 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-018 wait what did i say one eight six uh yeah. uh <laughs> seven oh four five five seven zero one eight six there we go all right um first one is from uh the john high rod and karen in regards to the james dean rape story one thing i'm surprised few people have mentioned is the contrast in response that stoya got when she aired her claims compared to the response that bill cosby's victims got stoya was believed right away whereas it took years dozens of victims and a whole lot of denial before the public really started to see outside with cosby's victims the two different scenarios have some pretty big differences to be a perfect analogy uh, but I still can't help but wonder what the response would have been if the victim had been a black woman calling Dean out on Twitter rather than a white girl with a huge following. Uh, well, okay, there's a few things here. One, James Dean is not Bill Cosby level, uh, adored by the, the by the world. So, um, even within the industry, um, of porn, I don't think you're gonna find any man who's universally loved like right. porn is already kind of considered a taboo skeevy thing so mm-hmm. for a lot of people it's not it doesn't take that much to believe the worst about a person who's having sex and for for public consumption right mm-hmm. uh the other thing i would throw out is if it was a black woman calling him out which i think Ty, uh cosby's first accusers were also white so yeah, they were. uh I, I don't so that's one reason i don't think it matters the race calling out cosby or this person in respect to um like compared to each other but let's just compare it in society in general if it would have been let's say um if it would have been uh let me think who works with white dudes a lot let's just say it would have been skin diamond accusing them yeah uh she might have got some traction with that because she has a big following of white fans and stuff like that that might have believed she her does. um but if it would have been like jada fire or something who you know has a following but probably isn't as beloved uh as uh skin diamond there's a good chance to be ignored you know like it's the the caliber of star that would accuse him definitely matters and um in porn where women can actually be stars and bigger stars than men for the most part yes sir it definitely has a reverse effect i think where it's like a woman saying hey this guy is fucked up in this scenario is one of the few industries where we're actually prone to probably listen to a woman right because she is somebody as opposed to like say if um uh you know say say if it was just uh, a different industry where a woman accused somebody it's like nobody's gonna really believe her and normally the man is gonna be the bigger star so it's right say it was like tv news and someone said hey dan brokaw grab my titties people would be like dan brokaw somebody what do you want from him true versus versus in, in most porn industry the women make the most money the women are the stars the women bring the eyes so yeah. you know like you said it's kind of reverse it's like i'm making the money you did something to me yeah it doesn't hurt that she's white though i mean because no, obviously that's what helps your porn following you know what i mean um but uh yeah that you know uh i do but i don't think uh 
i don't think it relates to cosby in that way but i'm gonna keep reading because i think you make a good point later that it does relate kind of does relate to some shit with cosby uh it's great to see so many people in the porn industry doing the right thing and believe in her my optimistic side hopes that maybe the whole cosby thing finally started wake to wake us up to the importance of doing that that was the thing i was gonna say maybe it has an effect where people saw the cosby shit and they were like i don't want to be on the side of telling the first woman who accuses somebody something no go away what do you want and then eight women later i look stupid mm-hmm. a lot of people did on social media yeah so that could be it uh my so he says uh it will be interesting to see if the industry takes any measure to try to guarantee safety for its performers though as a mostly contract industry it probably won't go along willing willingly with any major changes to how they operate to avoiding regulation is one of the big reasons employers like to hire workers on contract terms sadly i can't imagine too many politicians maybe jerry brown taking up the case even though they should uh oh person called but they hung up um i was gonna say also um you're right politically people might not step it up but with social media now and especially porn stars have a huge followers on social media mm-hmm. maybe they will have people that are more active you know what i mean that that are willing to speak up hold on we got this call coming in yo you're on with the blackout tips oh shit i'm on yes yeah. hey Hey, hey, Rod and Karen. How hey, you doing? What's going on? Who's this? Uh, it's Keith Jones from Brooklyn, New York. What's going on, Keith, hey. man? What you call in about? Oh, I'm here to call about... I want to thank you and Karen for, like, the whole... Not really covering the whole Trump thing. Because, mm. like, what really pissed me off was when... I forgot what episode it was, but it was the one where Russell Simmons wrote the letter. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, like, fuck that guy. Like, he waited until then until, like, to write him a letter because he was offended. <laughs> I mean, like, the, I mean, all the stuff Trump had did to, like, black people and to us, like, you know, the whole thing about him and him and asking the president for his birth certificate, he should have stopped messing with him then. Right. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what it is? you know what it is. It's like uh, black people. Uh, probably all of us have this, or maybe had some. I'm sure some of y'all have cleaned it up. But it's like when you find out your Facebook friends are racist. Yeah, oh yeah, I've been you there. know, I've been there. Like you, you have a white friend, y'all kick it. But when y'all kick it, it ain't like y'all talking about this shit. You know, when he yeah. kick, when he kicks it with Donald Trump, they talking about rich guy shit. Like, oh, I got I own this golf course. Hey, look at my mansion. If you ever want to stay here, come stay here, Russ. The, you know, and Russ is just like okay he seems cool with me but then i don't understand how you can watch this guy go in public and say all this stupid shit and only now do you start to to speak up that's what was scary to me because um obviously uh trump has been publicly saying stuff like this for years yes sir oh yeah no doubt and and for russ to pull it now it seems so fucking convenient but yeah Uh it it was like to russ basically got caught hanging out with a facebook friend and that wouldn't shut the fuck up Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, because, like, even back, like, because like, I'm from New York, and even back in the 80s, when he went hard on that whole Central Park thing or whatever, mm-hmm. like, you, and I'm pretty sure you saw that documentary about yeah. the um, Central Park rapists or whatever, and, like, even back then, Trump was crazy. So we all knew here in New York City, we, we wasn't all that shocked about how, how crazy he really was. Yeah. Yeah, he's totally so, a piece of shit. Yeah. 
Well, uh, thanks for calling uh, in, Keith. Ah, man, I just want to give a quick shout-out to, like, everybody in the Facebook group. I mean, thank y'all ah. for creating that. that. That thing is amazing. Like, everybody has been cool, and it, it really, like, lifts my spirit to go on that every single day because it, it, it's really, it, it's a lot of really cool people on that group. It is. There are some amazing people in there, man. We love those guys. We do. All right. Thanks for picking my call. All right, dog. Peace. All right, stop. Uh, yeah, Facebook group is lit. Uh, um, I actually got an email like, "How do I join the group?" Like, listen, <laughs> no, right? Listen, guys, this this is easier than even sending me an email. Search the Black Guy Tips on Facebook. Mm-hmm. One is a page, and one is a group. You have to ask to join the group. It's a closed group. If we you look like you're not spam, we'll let you in. And as long as you don't post no stupid shit, you can stay in. Mm-hmm. The other, I had to kick somebody out for posting, posting some um meme about telling women keep their clothes on like nigga you be in this group liking and looking at these women and and men dancing and dressing and taking clothes off and shit and then you be talking about some slut shaming man get mm-hmm. fuck out ain't that the truth hey Yo. you're on with the blackout tips hey ron hey karen it's lovely mac what's going on you guys what's going How on leslie doing? not the much i'm making uh very white guys uh birthday dinner it's his birthday today oh, oh yeah i saw that on uh facebook man happy, happy birthday, birthday drew Aw, thanks, guys. I'll let him know. Actually, he's listening, so he'll hear that. Um, real <laughs> quick, I actually wanted to ask you guys a question. Have you guys seen um, the recent Donald Trump actions that white folks have been doing um, at, like, the Donald Trump rallies? I don't know if you've seen anything about it online or whatever. Nah, mm-hmm. nah. What, 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 what have they been doing? So they've been disrupting. They did it in Raleigh. They did it in um, Charleston. And I think they did it in New York last night and then again in South Carolina um, earlier today. And so they basically, they go into the rally and then um, uh, different pockets of them are placed around the room and then they stand up and they say stuff like um, Donald uh, Donald Trump, KKK, no fascist USA, or... Um, all lives matter when black lives matter and Ooh. a bunch of other stuff like that. So they've kind of, they've been like doing these disruptions at his rallies. Yeah. That's uh, dope, that man. Sound. That's, that's dope, man. Yeah, and and it's, it's mostly, it's, it's mostly white people. Yeah. Yeah. It's white folks. They've been doing it in conjunction with some um, immigrant groups that have been protesting like outside and then inside the white folks are doing their thing. Um, so it's been interesting to watch. I haven't seen much mass, uh, organizing and direct action with white people. But I also am, I find it interesting also, because you guys are just talking about this, like that now is when Trump's rhetoric has been taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what, what that's about. It's not as though, I mean, this country is pretty Islamophobic as it is. So I don't right. think that it's some sort of like, oh, that people feel for Muslim people. That's, that right. would be a strange reason. But what do you guys think? I mean, what is it about this? Like, white people are really, like, I haven't seen them upset about this dude until now. Yeah, um, I think a lot of it is just literally he's a threat now. Like, yeah, before, like he might win, so we got to do some shit to stop this. Yeah, because a lot of those people that thought it was funny also had this, like, he doesn't really want to be president, and right. at some point, he'll drop the out. Serious candidates like Jeb will surge for it, and mm-hmm. we'll all grow up, and the, the fun time will be over. And this yeah. is all. He'll weed himself out. Yeah, he'll be the Herman Cain. He'll be, you know, the, 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 the Ted Cruz, you know, these guys that we laugh at or whatever. He's been and, hanging around um, a while. 
yeah i think they completely missed out on the seriousness of it but also um he's actually at the point now where he's disturbing a lot of these people who are um political um junkies Mm-hmm. because right. now they can't have their like political fun anymore he's, you know he's like um he's like when uh, um uh he's like when cam newton dominates in football and people that like traditional quarterbacks eventually start being like damn i gotta consider him for mvp and now they're having a, like i don't like the way he does his superman oh, no. thing and you know what else <laughs> uh look at his pe- completion percentage and i don't like like and y'all of a sudden you're like oh you it was cute like six weeks ago it was just fun but now that he's actually being considered for you know one of the two people that can win the mvp of the league we have another story yeah now we got to start looking at these numbers a little differently now all of a sudden his defense is great and maybe his receivers aren't that bad well that's how people are now they're being critical of him but i've always been critical of him and i've always thought it was extremely distasteful Mm -hmm. and um especially for a lot of white people it just showed such a huge lack of intersectionality or any empathy towards anyone that wasn't just like a white person mm-hmm. because mm. because they were easily looking like to me it was extremely offensive when he said mexican people were rapists right but i heard people making jokes about it or people being like well a lot of people feel that way and then at least he you know he's not backing down and at least he's he, he spoke his mind at least he was honest and i was like yeah when did we decide that that was that was the measure of okay like it's a terrible fucked up thing to say but honesty is what we want to vote for in the office that's never been what we voted for mm, yeah it's just, i've just I, you you probably are totally right about this being finally a threat to them and them being concerned about it but i even find this with like quote-unquote progressive and liberal folks like they didn't have too much to say about trump before now it's like i mean i can't go on my fucking timeline or mm-hmm. my facebook page or even just talking to white people and it's like they're just like they can't I, it, it's almost like snowballs into this like well if you don't say something then you're it's a problem and my right. other thing is that these dudes that are on his, uh, the gop side ted cruz all these other like their shit is just as bad it's just not yeah. as blatant like they still are talking about um tests to make sure that if Syrians are coming over here, they're Christian. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um, and and so to pitch it as this, like, oh, Donald has done something so wrong. It's like, nah, all this shit is fucked up. And yeah. you guys just are deciding right now to speak up about this one isolated small thing, despite the fact that he's been doing this shit since jump. And it's um, your previous caller mentioned the Central Park Five. And yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware, but Donald Trump took out a full page ad in yep. every single newspaper when the verdict for the Central Park Five and the jury was out, demanding the death penalty for them. Yep. Demanding the death penalty for these five children that were railroaded and weren't even fucking guilty. And he has never apologized to them for that. So to me, it's like, this is this is who he's always been. Yep. This like bombastic, like making up shit, doing whatever he wants, quote unquote, telling the truth. And it's just weird to me to see this generalized, um, outrage all of a sudden it seems to be have reached this like fevered pitch where if you're not saying something bad about trump then you can't say anything or i don't yeah, know he had a he had a comedy central roast he had um yeah the, the apprentice he was on saturday night live he demanded yep. the president he had a press conference demanding the president show his birth certificate and then a press conference after the president did show his birth certificate i don't i've never gotten it i've never thought it was funny i've just always felt like the kind of people that really reveled in uh worshiping him or seeing him as some sort of like 
bigger than life figure were all people who honestly don't really care about other people when it comes down to that mm-hmm. shit and they don't want to hear that shit but it's the truth like yeah you don't really give a fuck about the idea that a black man's um you know not just his um ethnicity and his uh um his nationality is questioned but also his intellect he wanted to see his his uh his transcripts from college he wanted to see the president's transcripts from college like this motherfucker so so like it was just completely abhorrent to me and now seeing people come around i mean i guess obviously better late than never welcome to the party right. not like no one's kicking but these i'm people so out, suspect of their sucks. motives like i sit right. back and i'm like why is this so offensive now like it was offensive to me as a black person when he said shit about well, mexicans he's, he's threatening what? there's black mexican people i was i'm offended now because one third of muslims in this country are black people right. so like i don't understand even I don't know. It's just well, he's he's, thre- he's threatening white people now. This is in their sandbox. Like, right? Like the Republican Party more than anything is white people's sandbox. Where you know what I mean? Where it's like we like the the people that are old school, the people the old money who make the decisions. He's outside of that loop and he's winning, and they don't like that shit. So now it's time for right, him to right, go. Right. You know, same thing. And even with like you know liberal white people, like as much as they go. um well, you need to vote for Bernie because your black ass needs to shut the fuck up about all this black shit. Um, even those people are like, but we can all agree that we don't want Trump to be president. So like, so Ooh. even those people are now mobilized because they're like, oh, he could actually win. I, now I do care. Karen, you, you will be able to right. say something all this time, Karen. What were you going to say? Oh, and, when, and to me, in my perspective, <clears throat> when it comes to Donald Trump, truth be told, money. A lot of this boils down to fucking money. A lot of the reason why candidates that are, are up there don't call him out because his money stretches wide and far and his money has been deep in a lot of these motherfuckers' pockets for years. And a lot of these people who haven't said anything, his money has touched them. He's campaigned them. He sponsored them. So he's bought his way to a lot of their silence. But it's coming to the point where motherfucker, okay, your money don't matter no more. See, that's the problem. When when it got to the point where, okay, we got to ignore your money right now and go, motherfucker, you can't win. But while I was benefiting from your money, I wasn't going to say anything. And, and and this is why it's amazing that he's been in the lead so far. And you mean to tell me you don't have now one competent candidate on the Republican side that doesn't come out and say this motherfucker is a lie. And the sad part about it, they do the same shit to Rush Limbaugh. And Rush Limbaugh isn't even a fucking politician. They don't call him out and tell him to sit his ass down either. Yep. Um, all right. Well, That's let, very true. Leslie? Um, one, yeah, one last mm-hmm. thing I wanted to ask about was these these two black women that were at that trump rally did you guys talk about them on the show at all i didn't, can't remember uh oh yeah we talked about them yeah the, uh he gonna build that wall and he gonna build it tall yeah. and we gonna watch better call Saul, and we gonna ball oh at the mall <laughs> i heard them on an, i heard them on another show yesterday on sirius and they were asked like a legit question and and literally just went into a full pantomime like preacher routine and disregarded the entire question and then ended the interview with i gotta go we got another interview lined up so i was sitting there like whoa they're straight up just full-on sell out yeah it's performing go oh yeah it's performing performing. yeah they're not they're not even attempting to they're performing blackness for money or attention whichever one it is i don't know how they get make pay their bills but yeah they're just performing for donald trump 
on his behalf and it's just proof that uh as long as you do that you'll never be without a job ever or whatever be would ever be without limelight yep it's crazy anyway thanks guys sorry i was calling take up too much time no problem you guys have a great weekend no problem enjoy the birthday dinner uh drew and um you know look it up all right all right peace uh all right so let's see uh back to this uh email um you guys also nailed it on the rabbit fucking style of porn that shit is only good for the last 30 seconds of scrolling never understood why anybody would want to watch that for extended periods yeah I, it's ridiculous i don't get it uh yeah, it's not my thing definitely not my thing i don't know all. who's into that it's somebody your thing. is because they thing. keep making it but i definitely don't get it that shit is weird mm-hmm. um I also appreciate you said that the abusive nature of Dean and porn in general style, the whole Gonzo style of porn has always seemed creepy because it's about degrading the women and often looks like the men are pushing them up to or beyond their limits or what they signed up for. Yeah, I can't watch that shit, honestly. But like I said, I don't have a problem with role playing porn. Mm -mm. For example, like if, um, like all the casting porn that's obviously fake, obviously fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, uh, when, uh, we had Sarah J on and we asked her about like bang rows and bang mm-hmm. bus and shit. And she's like, come on, I'm a porn star. Why the fuck would I get into a goddamn van with a guy with a camera and fuck somebody? Obviously it's fake, right? Right. Um, but she's like, it's funny because some people do believe it. Yes, they but, do. you know, for, I think more sophisticated people, it's like, well, it's a role playing. It's a situation. I think situations can be hot. I think it can mm-hmm. turn people on. Um, but, um, some of this shit is not situational and it is about, let's see if we, you know, like, um, when Bell Knox was doing porn and like some of the porn, I forget the name, maybe facial abuse. I don't know who she was working with, but she was working with someone and I saw a description of the scene because it was a part of an article about her. Um, and it was like they were talking bad about her being a feminist and talking shit about her parents disowning her and shit. Like things that really happened to her in real life. There was no role playing there. The mm-hmm. whole point was look at this horrible experience that she's having on camera uh for you to jack off to we're humiliating her we're pushing it way beyond the limits and we're talking about what really like her real life we're trying to make her cry like there's guys that are into that yes it is ghetto gaggers and shit there's guys that are into that mm, I, I can't do nothing I, like they probably like i would assume that to them they probably can't get it off without it being real and there's gonna be those guys that will support james dean and uh whatever work he does but i hope that uh for the most part people like don't work with him anymore oh, so and too. he has to stop doing porn me too uh the whole gonzo style porn seems creepy oh yeah all right some of the accounts from dean's victims are now showing what that that seems to be exactly what is happening with many of the porn companies and that is fucked up and that needs to change yeah that's the question i have because his girlfriend can't be in charge of the organization that's Mm-mm. asking porn companies to change that's what i was asking the whole time how the fuck she got in charge well i we explained how she got in charge i don't think she should stay in charge me either you know i just think she someone gotta someone else gotta take over and also what does that organization do like do they have any pull can they make things change because this is textbook examples of these are things that should be able to put a shutdown on the industry you know or put a shutdown not maybe not the industry but on these companies on these shoots like these women don't feel they have an advocate like it seems kind of fucked up that the only thing you can do is like well you place your complaint you know what i mean like it has to be more than that or else no one's gonna live by it anyway especially when the average person that does these films like only does a couple so it's like if, if someone's disposable and you feel like hey we're gonna just 
make this girl have a horrible experience and quit porn anyway uh, high five dude bro like if that's if then someone has to fight against that in the industry and it can't be james dean's girlfriend true p.s at karen all olive oils matter Mm-mm. sure that pure fresh virgin oil looks great when you shopping but when you get home and it's ready to cook you need that well seasoned pan with that oil that's been on the stove a Mm-mm. bunch of times already to make things really delicious Mm-mm. love you guys i agree Mm-mm. so you just went from wow you slush that you, you think you uh, you should carry olive oil mm-hmm. wow that's really sad mm-hmm. that auto of all out i have on some clothes cover up that oil over there mm-hmm. uh you're so wrong but thank you odin writes in uh okay first of all how you even fix your mouth to say morgan needs to die here's what you gonna do go back and watch episode one of season one and then tell me who taught rick the king crack commandments of the zombie apocalypse huh who that was oh yeah that's right his name is morgan shoot them hoes right in the head joe jones that's right that's who rick should still be at the house talking about some i say you shoot that man in the head if morgan didn't shoot him son uh that there wouldn't be even be a rick if there was no morgan and if there's no rick then there's no squad chris browns them hoes ain't loyal playing in the background he i guess when they wrote this email side note damn the zombies sure have changed a lot from episode one they ran faster than all the black men's team in the four by four relay at the olympics and they were stopping to visibly sniff things and pick up toy dolls and whoa picking up bricks to smash windows like it was an all zombies matter protest i'll just chuck it up the zombies retaining some human qualities when things first went south yeah i don't even remember that anyways all jokes aside ron and karen love you guys you pretty much perfectly and i will really you're pretty much perfect and i really wish hella more people knew about you you're on the cusp of going prime time i can feel it uh thank you (laughs) i'm a creature of habit i need something to listen to at the office i used to have that one three-hour radio show playing in the background the one with the progressive gay white woman and man i don't know what that is but i had to let them go because they were so incredibly tone deaf on racial issues one of their famous white male guests even yelled at a black caller who called them out on it saying hey pal i'm your ally at the at the caller before hanging up on them damn what that was the thing that happened yeah i could see you've been like okay i've had enough of this yeah i don't even know what show this is referring to Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't radio show. i must yeah. be like must be like regular radio yeah so shit i ain't listened to i was so done with them after that but it took a whole lot of searching for final replacement show hell i didn't even know what a podcast was let alone so many black talented black people hosted them yeah that happens to a lot of people especially people that come from traditional radio don't realize that most of smart your smartphones basically in the palm of your hand you could do a lot of shit with it but as people find out people begin to grow and change i know my email has gone on too long yes i'm gonna keep going anyway but i had to reach out and sincerely say thank you for being so intelligent intersectional insightful engaging and just plain funny as fuck black programs made by black people and for black people is as is i did as long overdue i needed this and didn't even know how much i needed i wish there was a tbgwt podcast and i was growing up i eventually got where i needed to be on a lot of matters on intersectionality and womanism and i'm sure your show would have helped me get there sooner yeah i think one thing uh karen just said and i agree is if you're doing a podcast anyway or you're doing anything public eventually you will start to lean i think more liberal or more progressive if you learn more information unless you just want to be ignorant correct like eventually you will learn some shit because people are constantly interacting with you and teaching you shit 
and you're constantly covering news and you start to see certain trends and patterns and uh, in my opinion if you're any level of critical thinker it's hard to just ignore them yeah because i've learned a lot over i'll say the past five years the 10 years it's a lot of terminology a lot of things about sexuality and lifestyle that you'd have caught me a few years ago i'd have been one of people go what the fuck is that but now i'm going oh okay and now i understand and especially with podcasting where you have people that can relate to and make things personable i think a lot of times when a lot of people are in bubbles where they aren't around certain groups of certain types of people so they don't understand so when they hear these terms and these languages they can't associate a person with it so they lack that empathy and sympathy but when you have podcasters that are lgbtq when you have podcasters that you know have different types of marriages when you have podcasters that walk these different forms of lifestyle be you know all of a sudden you you learn what the atheist is and all these other terms that for a lot of people you've been blind to because on the average a lot of people have been in the bubble and the thing about radio radio does not open you to these opportunities like podcasting does uh yep uh you guys are the best and even though you're both dead wrong about morgan and glenn i always try to tell as many people about you as i can i often find myself referring to tbgwt in conversation and on my very tiny tumblr blog have a great day and please don't ever stop being unapologetically black oh thanks oh uh let's see Mil- ria writes in hi guys i left this review on both itunes and stitcher but obviously i did something wrong oh no you did it right we got it we mm-hmm. read it today the sixth or seventh attempt lady thank you very yes. much ria thank you sweetie appreciate your review we that was do dope. official grandmother of the show we see we didn't forget uh sandy hook truthers episode 1089 i think that we reached a point where there are people who value the idea of arming themselves more than life itself so, yeah we have sandy hook was not only one of the worst mass shooters in our history instead of trying to find a solution that could prevent a recurrence or or even acknowledging there's a problem they go to the complete opposite direction denying that it even happened even going so far as to invent the idea of a crisis actor which is the most absurd claim i've ever heard they don't realize the depth of planning coordination resources a conspiracy like this would need to be pulled off which would need to have to be pulled off um what was this uh plan decades in advance waiting until these kids teacher shooter were all old enough in the exact right position to fool everyone even faking their histories would have would take a monumental effort all the way down to planting witnesses all throughout their quote-unquote life the con goes on forever i think there's a deep vein of nihilism that we've tapped into into the recent years these guys fetishize guns as an ultimate equalizer and decide violence is inevitable the only recourse is to is to be able to spill more blood than your neighbor it's going to be generational but we've got to change our views on violence before this becomes a daily occurrence shit it already is we're actually having more mass shootings than we have days in a year now shit yeah i actually saw um yeah saw a study on it the other day where it was like yeah we actually have like it was like it's day 300 or something in the u.s and it's like shooting 355 of multiple people in public so um also there were some low-key schism from the truth is implying all women look alike all white women look alike yeah that was right it was like it was it was different obviously different white women it's like there she is again uh let's see kwame writes in um 
subject love the show calm and relaxing message okay so i am so glad i found about your show slash shows in a world where i feel overwhelmed by the rhetoric of the sea of random and unusual and expected extreme white people bullshit having an even louder platform than normal thanks social media and hotel randomness i've been trying to calm down I've been trying to calm down my mind and remind myself of my 90s high school self and skepticism and not believe the hype. I was planning on drinking some tea, et cetera, to lay down and listen to some of the premium shows before heading to bed. I've been having some physical stress-related ailments. Your show has been helpful in my healing. It's good to laugh again and chill. But I got totally confused signing up and ended up taking a couple more hours than I thought to get connected, LOL. Really, I was taking too long to fill the info in. A part of my issue is getting disoriented, uh, sometimes even with slight anxiety. So I was like, where did everything go? RSS who? I thought I knew what I was doing. (laughs) Reconnecting to myself and getting out of a four-year depression will make you get a little behind on shit. Technology, a.k.a. freaking thing. Uh, I was like, okay uh i can google this how to do this anyway love you guys love the show p.s thanks for the love at the end of the show it feels good to get genuine a uh, genuine i love you a motherless child no real talk uh we had some traumatic technical difficulties but she was my mama Miyeo, shout out to ba- to badu good night kwame jamal the black ranger stay black lol thanks kwame thank you sweetie and uh yeah i glad you got over that anxiety and i uh, hope you enjoy the premium stuff mm-hmm. the hypocrisy strain this is the last one from stefan who says i hate what the mainstream media has come to this society giving so many idiotic examples uh idiotic and dangerous people a pass for ratings and the stupid both sides angle never in my life have i seen so many cowards in journalism be afraid to call something out be it racism sexism misogyny etc these fools care how now that trump went all racist when the man has always been that but now is the time to take a stand the time to take a stand against the guy was that guy was when he asked the president for his birth certificate the time to take a stand to that guy was when he told jorge ramos to go back to univision which is loaded uh in obvious coded language so much for the press having his back the time to stand up um to him simply should have happened a long ass time ago but because of sanctity uh the journalism is de- of journalism is dead in all its forms let's not fight for anything against clowns like trump uh cruz huckabee or any other potential crazy person all both sides is given up yeah i mean carly fiorina has been allowed to lie make up stuff about planned parenthood mm-hmm. and none of and planned parenthood got shot up and none of that has landed at her feet it's amazing Mm-mm. like what is your job as a media person like why don't you do your fucking job like it's like these aren't even like leaps of questions these are just obvious questions that every american's thinking you can't even do that anyway all both sides has given us are people unwilling to be curious and combating against the lies and deceit given these motherfuckers a pass at the past at the past i'm sick of it playing sick of it this is the most cowardly press in history and i hope historians point that out over time because i've never seen so much cowardice from sorry suckers in my life yeah you know uh the only time i could think of when it was worse was uh in my opinion was when george bush's presidency when obvious lies would be told and there wouldn't even be a follow-up question Mm-mm. and his press conferences uh his press secretary would just be fucking like snide to the media and they wouldn't even say anything because they just were scared they would lose access right it was amazing it's still one of those times where you almost can't believe that happened in america 
but it is america and if you know the real history of america it ain't that unbelievable anyway i also find it funny that these same people who talk about civil liberties free speech and fairness are nowhere to be found when black people are targeted or family's personal information is being aired without reason or morality shit uh when when um those people shot up um uh san bernardino uh the media was the people in their house giving out personal information of their fam family and uh children and shit mm-hmm. they don't even have the guts to challenge the most that many abuse police officers abuses police officers uh white nationalists or other hate groups to combat against them but they're so weak and so empty um they care now that he turned up the hatred to the highest extremes or when a colleague who suffers from an arm disability uh yeah yeah they and that's that was, when they started caring right it's so stupid that they didn't care until all the crap that came out of trump's mouth targeted their own yet not people fighting for our rights every day such suckers i have another word for them but i think suckers fits our terrible press just fine thanks stefan appreciate that mm-hmm. and uh that's it for today's episode we'll be back tomorrow 10 a.m yes sir uh so uh you know make sure you guys get your um and i think we're officially like out of christmas cards i ordered a few more uh so uh, like i don't know a few more people want to get the mail get them mailed to them mm-hmm. uh just send your address to the blackout to the gmail.com but uh yeah we're we're officially like out the yeah. only thing we have left i had to start putting the old ones from last year in there so you guys are Christmas cards are gonna be on their way soon mm-hmm. uh all right man until tomorrow love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.